0: Hey guys, it's Ross, your host on Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. Come join me at 7pm every Sunday to empower people from all walks of life with life lessons, shared stories, tricks and tips for life. Come follow me at r 3 Roth. Hey guys, welcome back to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restored. Our three, with me, Ross. It's a new year and we are trying to give the community so many things you're asking me to share with you. So I have this beautiful young lady I met a few years ago and her story is so interesting. I would like you to hear it. So without any further ado, let us please welcome Miss Anita to the podcast welcome to the podcast anita
1: oh thank you for for your hospitality and i'm very glad to be here with you it's very
0: excited awesome so please tell the audience a little about who is miss anita my name's uh, uh, anita manriho i was born in uh,
1: 1997 i'm a commercial
0: pilot and a flight instructor awesome Beautiful. Why did you choose to to do this?
1: It has always been my dream since I was very young to become a pilot.
0: Hmm. And how did your parents feel about that? Because flying is something dangerous, I would say.
1: Indeed, but they were very supportive all the way. They never gave me any hard time and they were supporting me since day one. Until the day I graduated, even today they are still supporting me.
0: Awesome. So that being said, where were you before you decided to come to to Montreal to become a pilot, and why did you choose this country?
1: Oh, I was uh, I was born in Rwanda. I grew up in Kigali, and uh, I've always loved. Um, canada because they have better opportunity for me at that time when i started my flight
0: training. right Ooh, okay so you come because you see there was opportunity here to to do it yes um so what's the criteria do you think is needed say for example someone is asking what's the criteria is needed to be a pilot what would you say to that person and what guidance would you give to them
1: i would say one of the most important thing is discipline. You need to have uh, the discipline, the commitment, and the persistence, because throughout the training, it can be very hard. And a lot of times, uh, you may want to quit. So discipline is the most important thing, I would say.
0: Um. Do you think a mentor is needed in your life at this time? And did you have a mentor to guide you to make a decision? Although you have said before that, um, you know as a child that you really wanted to to be a pilot.
1: I agree that a mentor is needed throughout uh, in a person's life and their career. But uh, to me personally, I didn't get a chance to to have someone like that before I started school. I've always wanted to become a pilot, so I had to look through what, it, what I needed to start school. But after I got into school, I started having mentors who were guiding me throughout my flight training and were very helpful until I graduated.
0: Okay, so there was always guidance with for you. Oh, yes oh good and um are you mentoring any right now or are you just just involved not in being a pilot
1: uh, right now i'm involved in being a pilot hopefully something that i will do to help the younger generation in mm-hmm.
0: the- so seeing that you are from africa correct oh yes and you have done you have come here to take that course would you stay here or would you go back to help your community and in what ways can you help the community
1: i would love to go back to help my community that's something i will certainly do in the future
0: mm-hmm. and how so
1: i'm a flight instructor i would like to teach uh my um my, my fellow young uh, rising pilots who want to become commercial pilots mm-hmm. to
0: help them to achieve their dreams. Sounds um, interesting. But what suppose that person cannot afford, they want to be a pilot, right? But they yeah. cannot afford to be a pilot. Is there an organization um, that will can help them and guide them to that direction of their lives? path?
1: Yes, in aviation there's not a lot a lot of uh, such um, uh, such uh, scholarships, but mm-hmm. they are there. We just have to uh, we just have to look for them. I will help them to connect with uh, some of those availability uh, that is out there, because there will there is always gonna be some some scholarships available for such students So I'll tell them not to worry about money because once you are, you are committed to becoming a pilot, you can always find some help with regarding finance.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's incredible. And it's very supportive for you to say that because I know, you know sometimes when we are going through our daily lives, we meet amazing people that would love to do certain things, but they just can't afford it because of the situation that they're in. And they wants to shine as well. So you humbly saying that it shows that we are trying to build a community where everyone can have a success and find joy in whatever they like to do, which is very important.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So seeing that you're busy being a, a pilot and going all over the place, how do you able to manage a schedule? Is this a schedule that is just for when you're going through all this this um, busyness of your life and going from here to there with a plane, uh, how are you able to manage your personal life with being a pilot at this time and being that you are so young as well?
1: You, you plan ahead. I would say the best thing to go around is to plan ahead since uh, um, having a schedule as a pilot is not something that is the same every day. You have different times to fly every uh, different day. So it's not easy to accommodate um, other things depending on what your your friends or family timeline may be. But if you can plan ahead and say, I will do this at that time, I will find time for my family, I will find time to do something else. It is very possible and um, through my experience, oh, we have done it. Me and my friends, we have done it, and it works perfect for us.
0: Okay, well, there you go. You, she said it well. So where was the um the worst flight you ever had? It was the worst flight you had.
1: The worst.
0: Yeah. The <laughs> worst flight I ever had. <laughs>
1: Uh, I wouldn't call it the worst maybe I will call it say un-
0: the scariest flight yeah
1: <laughs> uh, we were flying and um, uh, well, we were flying with my friend and uh, we lost communication and wow. we controlled airspace mm. and many planes around us and we were mm. a little nervous but um, lucky for us they had trained uh, we had had a training on how to deal with that, and we managed okay. to deal with the situation in a timely manner. But it was um, it was uh, an
0: unexpected experience. Okay, and um, when that happened, were you able to say you don't want to do this anymore, or you had the the courage to say, you know what, it's just a test of fate?
1: It um, at first we were scared. Uh, but then we're like uh, it's an opportunity to learn because it can happen in the future and we have to be able to fix it if that is going to be part of our career.
0: Right so with what what with the negative you've got to take a positive out of your negative now you know you have the security that you know what to do because of what happened.
1: Oh yes, we managed to turn it around, and uh, I'm glad I was with my friend, and we're both pilots, and it was very helpful to have two people.
0: Mm-hmm. Road. Were you? Have you ever um fly solo yet?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and how did that make you feel?
1: It was an amazing experience because. Really? I was just there without a flight instructor
0: last
1: mm-hmm. time and I could see that it was me on the control and no one else. And I was, I, I was proud of myself because I was first skeptical. And then I, at that moment, I knew that I could really do it. I loved it. It was one of the best uh, moments of my flight.
0: Oh, wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Very proud to hear that. You are comfortable and have the confidence in your own self to say, I worked hard and I have the tools right now and I will take the tools and use it to the knowledge that you you know. And that's that's awesome. It's awesome. Where is the furthest you have flown by
1: yourself? The furthest I have flown, we... The farthest I've front was nine hours flight, and it was uh, multiple landings and takeoff. Wow.
0: Like, wow, this is amazing.
1: I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was very exhausted at the end of the flight, but I was glad I did it. And um, it's a lot of practice because you have to land and take. Sure multiple times in one day and mm-hmm. you get to learn uh, you get to learn a lot you make mistakes you collect them and at the end of the day you are more confident and uh, a
0: better pilot because you've learned something new. Well proud to you Anita I'm very proud very proud I'm very humbled actually to talk to you because meeting you before and you was trying to do that and know you have executed it and you have made it, and now you are doing it. It feels wonderful. Uh, As a woman, were there anything along the way that challenged you, or you had a challenge when you were trying to become a pilot?
1: Certainly, uh, there were many challenges and um, there were many obstacles too, but maybe if you ask specifically, uh, I don't know which one I should
0: say, or the oh, you other. should go ahead. We just want to hear because, we, we, say, for example, someone wants to go into that field. They just want to have an idea. Would I go do that, or would I change my mind, or do I have to go through that the obstacle and the challenges as well, so I can become a pilot? So of course, be free and um and tell us all about the struggles and the challenges and the obstacles you had on your way.
1: There were different obstacles, but. Um... I would say if anybody wants to do to become a pilot, they should overlook the obstacles. Maybe they should know that they are there and pre- be prepared that when they face them, they are ready, but it shouldn't be a reason for them not to pursue their dream or to pursue what they want to do. For example, one of the obstacles I faced was being a uh, New in a different place, and being a woman of color, it was uh, very hard for me because most of the time, I will find myself uh, solely a minority, and um, as a woman, it's not a very a very diverse place, which have um, a lot of women, so. First, you have the challenge of being a woman and then being a woman of color. Mm -hmm. But with time, I managed and uh, every day I could find some strength of how to deal with it because I I just looked at the end of my goal. What do I want to become? Can these uh, obstacles put me down? So the most important thing is that I wanted to become a pilot and I had to deal with everything that comes with it. And it's not just that there are different situations, um, not being able to, to see your family as you want, uh, or the different, um, the, the course itself is, uh, Legolas. Right. So all those things combined, they can bring some stress, anxiety, but if you know your goal, you, it is easier to fight and get at the end of the tunnel and um, deal with it in a in a, in a manner in a manner that keep you intact and uh, without worrying too much about it because they will come, they will certainly come, but that's okay as I- long as you can, uh, fight against it mm-hmm. and we end in the end you can achieve what you want to be that's what is important
0: so w- how were you able to manage those challenges how were you able to manage it what tools did you use tools
1: that's a good question first of uh one of the tools is um uh, okay. i would say do your own thing you know concentrate on on the moment if you are if you have uh, flights to do just do your flights if you have um, exams to do just study for your exams and get it done and um, don't look at the negative look at the positive always look at the people there's always going to be that person who's not looking down on you but who's for you who, who right. help you and who keeps who keep who make you feel that you're welcome and if we only concentrate on those positive things mm-hmm. we can overcome the negative because uh, they are there and if we and if um I thought to myself if I just concentrate on the negative surely I will give up so I try to do it that way so that I don't i don't uh, I don't end up giving up on my dreams
0: Oh, that's beautiful. So you have said two things. uh, Well, I just want to recap on, you talked about when you were going through challenges, you didn't have your family. So where are your families and how long were you, how long ago it take you to come into the country to do that? So were you already in the country when you decided to be a pilot or did you come straight from your country to be a pilot? And where is that? Where is that?
1: Well, I, the first thing I, I did when I first came, it was for school. I was, it was already just for school. So I'm an, I was an international student at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. From which country?
1: Uh, as um, I'm from Kigali, Rwanda.
0: Oh, okay, from Kigali, Rwanda, right. to um, talk about the challenges as a woman, as a black woman, but just a little more detail. As a black woman, what challenges did you face as a woman of color?
1: First of all, to my experience as a woman of color, most people will think you cannot do it. Some Mm -hmm. people will look at you and they will just just think you are in the wrong place. Right. If I say it made me feel good, that would be a lie because it's Mm -hmm. the opposite.
0: Right.
1: But, you know, a lot of people have their own concern and their own, um, the way they see you. What matters is how how you see yourself. Right. And if you see yourself as worthy and um, capable to achieve what you need to achieve, that's good enough.
0: Beautiful. Well said. It doesn't matter what color we are. As long as we have the confidence in ourselves, as we become something what we want to become in our own right, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we will. And oh, yes, yes
1: anyone can can achieve anything they want, regardless of race or place or or anything, any background. It doesn't matter, cause in the end, mm-hmm. we all come from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. What matters is where you're going. And uh and your destination.
0: Beautiful. Well said. Well said. Okay. So um how long it took you to become a pilot? How long did you have to study for?
1: It took me two years and a half.
0: Wow. Two years and a half. And now that you are a pilot, how does it make you feel to going through all the challenges and women of color and Knowing that when you was in that place, you wasn't feeling welcome or comfortable, but still you rise above and you made it.
1: You know the way anyone f- can feel once they 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 get a, a a job done. You know, you know those days when you get something done, and I, th- mm-hmm. I think there's a feeling of satisfaction and. Um, and fulfillment that in the end you get you got the job done
0: beautiful well, i'm so proud of you no matter what challenges you've been through as a woman of color and you still rise above and now you can totally, now you can say firmly that you are a pilot well thank, you know thank you you're welcome Lots of the audience, too, we have different age groups that listens to the podcast. So, for example, a 17-year-old will come to you and says, oh, you know what? Oh, listen to this interview right now. And it says, oh, wow, that sounds interesting. Uh, what criteria do you think they need? Or what do they have to uh, work on in school or prepare to go and be a pilot?
1: To be, I uh, will tell them be themselves, and um, if they, re- they, if that what the road they wanna take, uh do research about it. Ask, uh, do research and ask people about it. People in uh, in the aviation industry, the best road to take, because um, depending on different places and the person's background, right it's imperative to know who you are and how you can go about it. I would suggest to do a research and Mm -hmm. to know exactly what they need to be there and Mm -hmm. be themselves, you know, enjoy the, enjoy the moment, enjoy uh, the career they are um, aspiring to.
0: Okay. But then I, 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 I I understand that and I got that, but what, what do they need from school? Do you need to have a certain um, degree or do you need to have a certain level of, of um, classes or do you have to have certain grades to get into being a pilot or just a regular 17-year-old and want to go to, to be a pilot, just come from high school?
1: Well, that that's also depends I definitely suggest that they do good well in school because most call aviation colleges will look at that. They will look at your performance and your grades, right? Yes, Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: a good background in mathematics and mathematics and physics. A lot of university aviation university demand that, but again it's good to look up at the university you want to go in the future or a flight school over or a flight college to have more personalized information because it all depends really. But-
0: well you know with all that you've been a pilot I learned as well you write poems so Oh, yeah. Tell us all about that because I'm excited. I love poems. I love to do open house. I love to go into a beautiful little cafe and listen to, to um, different artists saying the story. So what, what makes you gravitate and make you fall in love with poetry?
1: Oh, it was, um, I used to read the poems when I was young and I was inspired by Maya Angeru. Her poems were so inspiring, and they are. They I still read them even to this day. Mm-hmm. And then um, I write poems by uh, through experience of what is happening around me. It can be about my experience, my friend's experience, or the things I see around me. So I express myself through poems. Wow!
0: And how old were you when you started doing that?
1: Oh, my age. I was around. Um, Uh, I was around, um, I was still in my elementary school, maybe eight to nine years of age, I started writing poems.
0: Well, do you have a few, how many poems have you written so far and do you publish, have you published anything at all?
1: I have have a couple of them. I haven't really counted, (laughs) I should do that. i haven't uh, published them yet but i'm working on it uh, as we speak that's awesome. um my next um my next uh, thing to do and that okay. uh, that's what i'm planning right now
0: okay um you said that you have uh, you, you a one of your favorite um poetry author is marangelo mine too i love her a lot i do lots of stuff uh, from her work, and my daughter is named after her because I love that name. Oh. Um, do you have any other um, authors that you um, you you enjoyed or you just in love with Maya Angelou? Uh,
1: I love Maya Angelou. Or oh, as far as I I know, mm-hmm. I have others like Barbara, Barbara Coney. She, okay. she she was yeah. a writer for children books, you're right. And- Alice MacL Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And used to she write books for young children. I used to read a lot of her work when I was young. And right. books are so beautiful. They just inspire me to write.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay. So that being said, I can't wait to listen to your um to your poem at the end of the, the um the podcast. Or oh, if you wish to share. No pressure. Oh. No <laughs> <You> pressure. Have- <laughs> how do you take care of your your mindsets your emotional physical and spiritual part of your daily life or your daily routine seeing that you are a pilot and we know pilots have busy and crazy lives they're always on on the road how are you able to manage that part of you
1: uh i'll say um timing i think one of the most important thing in dealing with such uh, career is timing you know or making sure you do everything at the right time if you got a right. flight you prepare for the flight if you gotta fly you fly and make sure everything is done at their uh, appointed time so that you won't be caught in um in a dilemma of not uh, of missing to do what you're off to do
0: okay. Well, that sounds good. So you just have timing. So when you have timing, you can get yourself prepared enough that you can still feel that your whole self in you and continue to serve others. Yes, absolutely. Very good. So now we are talking about back to your poems. Would you like to read a piece for us? Oh, yes.
1: Uh, Yes. I have a, a poem I wrote when I
0: was a child. Okay. Uh, it's um. It's but before cool. we do that, what would you like to leave as your legacy? I know that you are young, but what legacy would you like to leave behind? And say, and this is Anita. I remember Anita for that. What legacy would you like to leave?
1: The legacy. That's a very good question. So. There are many things a uh, human may leave behind. But for right. me, if I could make the 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 world a better place and better than uh, than how I found it, that would be the best thing I could offer as a human being on this planet.
0: Awesome. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. We appreciate it. Because some people need to leave. Um money and land and, and prestige. And some people just want to leave a better world behind, knowing that they have contributed to the world and give back with time, you know, with knowledge and wisdom of what you know, to give back to your community is important. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So now, um, you know, on the podcast is three R's, recharge, rebuild and restore which season would you say that you're in right now? Uh, reading,
1: reading, uh, seeing these three words, I would say I fit in three of them.
0: Beautiful. Why so? so?
1: Oh, as a commercial pilot through my car- career, I would mm-hmm. say um, I'm restored because I have achieved my dream to become a commercial pilot. Right. so, uh, so long. But also I can say um, I'm recharging because I still have a long road ahead. Right. Right. And uh, I'll say I'm rebuilding because I still have uh, my poems to put out there so that it can help the people who need them. And my writings can help the people and uh, to teach uh, young aspiring pilots to become Mm -hmm what or uh, uh, the pilots they want to be I also that's why i'll say that i fit in
0: three of them beautiful some people have one and some people have three so i'm grateful to know that you're in a place where you're comfortable to know who you are and you can make sit um, boldly and with confidence that you are recharged rebuilt and restored we appreciate you and thank you so much for sharing uh, your story on the podcast with me i I really appreciate your time because I know that you're very busy and we were trying to connect for such a long time. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. But, so. but, uh, I'm, I'm uh, your show it's very inspiring.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that.
1: So right now, the floor is yours.
0: Please go ahead.
1: I can read a poem, one of the poems I wrote when I was young. Um,
0: awesome.
1: Uh, so I wrote this poem when I was thinking about my future and thinking what can I do to achieve my dreams and uh it came out to me that as long as I walk hard and have discipline and stay through to myself I can really achieve my dreams so the poem goes like this it will shine look through the branches of the big tree it breaks the sunlight, but through its small space between branches comes a hopeful light. Yes, the shining light. Have you ever seen the sun rising from the south or the rain coming from the ground? But the rain will always come from the sky and the mm. sun from the east. Yes, it will shine. Hail to you, sun from the east. Greetings to you, crowds of the sky. Never mm. did I forget the white birds in the summer sky and the nightingale in the trees singing its song that no one knows. Shining, twinkling fireflies of the night, I heard my grandmother say, Little children, little children, hold on, or oh, hold still, for mm. you twinkle like fireflies. Yes, mm. will shine. Oh, thank you shine. Uh, it's a very short poem.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay, but it's beautiful because, you know, how old are you when you write that?
1: I wrote this poem when I was 12.
0: Wow. Wow. Just yes. sitting. Where were you sitting to to write this poem? Where, where, what zone were you in and where were you sitting to write that poem?
1: I was, I was in my room and there was this window next to my bed. Mm-hmm. And looking through the through the, the trees we had at home and I could see the sun going through, coming through the branches, but I couldn't see it clearly because the tree was big. And I started to think mm. when though there is um obstacles in front of us in life, still there is that light coming coming through. And if we stay uh, if we can be patient, it's it's gonna come at the end. So, I I ended up uh, writing those words.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Miss Anita, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and to graciously give us your presence. And I hope and pray that you continue to do well and amazingly in your new career and with your poems. And please come back. Don't be shy to give us an update about your book and give us an update about your poems and let us community hear more of what you have, um, what you're working on, and the support we can share in supporting each other.
1: Oh, indeed! Thank you so much. It's been very uh, great to to be uh, to talk with, uh, with you. It's always an honor to to be on your show, and uh, I will wait for your invite. You know, I'm always uh, there. Right. You need um, me to be there, and I'm honored to be there.
0: Oh, well, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Send it on the love. Send it on the love. Thank you so much.